0: Hello there everyone, this is Dan Figel here with Tech Emergence where we interview entrepreneurs, researchers and investors in the domain of emerging technology. We've talked a good deal about EEG Uh, technologies with respect to interviewing the folks from Muse, uh, OpenBCI, Think, and a number of great technology companies, but it's also great to speak with researchers. And Today I'm lucky enough to be on the line with the author of the Speak Wisdom blog, uh, Dr. Brent Williams, who's a researcher in this domain of transcranial stimulation technology, and also is the director of the iTeach Center at KSU, Uh, and he's with us now today to speak about transcranial stimulation. Dr. Brent, how are you today?
1: I'm doing great, thank you very much.
0: Fantastic. Glad to have you on. You know, the the think folks, although, you know, Muse and some of these other technologies sort of detect what's going on in the brain, so to speak, from the outside, um, and are able to put that up on a screen or maybe help that inform our our decisions about our own emotional control or our own focus or well-being and and factors along those lines. Um, I know that there is a body of knowledge that's actually rather old that has to do with stimulating the mind uh, through the outside of the skull, transcranial, uh, stimulation there. Um, with respect to um, with respect to the traction that we've seen now, maybe you can get us up to speed first on where is this being applied. I feel like some people think it's a it's a weird science fair experiment where you kind of like stimulate your head and and you know it makes you feel funny. Um, but but there actually is some some real traction here in terms of what the military's doing and, and other fields as well. Um, get us up to speed on what you think is most exciting about where we've really seen evidence of, of some some real application here.
1: Sounds good. Well, uh, first of all, there's a lot of research already concluded about transcranial direct current stimulation and how it can be used to enhance learning or enhance memory or reduce depression or chronic pain and so forth. Um, And, you know, PubMed.gov is a great site for people to go to and look at the research studies that have concluded and see you know, what they're about and what's happening with TDCS and, and other topics. Uh, so there's a lot out there. And uh, a lot of it is also anecdotal. If you look at TDCS-related websites, you'll see comments out there from people who successfully use used TDCS to, again, enhance their memory or get rid of depression or get rid of chronic pain and so forth. So it's a really exciting technology in that it's very simple. I mean, it basically involves a 9-volt battery some kind of current limiting device and a couple of electrodes, and you have the basics there of PDCS. You mentioned you've uh, spoken to Think. Uh, Think is a very exciting thing in that it's a a pretty well-funded technology
0: related to PDCS. It's going to be coming onto the market soon, and they
1: finally bring PDCS to the masses. Uh, We have other smaller companies out there who have uh, PDCS devices that have been in the market, they're on eBay and, and so forth, uh, but they just haven't had the funding that Think has, and so I think they're going to be the first really major player we have in this space. Another big one that's out there um, is Focus, F-O-C-5-U-F, yeah. and their QVS device, and it's really, you know, it came out about two years ago, very innovative, and they have a new device also that's about to return the market, uh, uh, a revision two, if you will, of their headset.
0: Okay, so Focus is another company, any other, uh, so we got Think, we have Focus, any other companies in this space that you think are worth looking out for, either upcoming or established? You know, nothing in the same category, uh, again, if
1: you do a Google search on PCS, you'll see a number of very small companies that are offering GCS devices, in the range of anything from $50 to a couple of hundred dollars, uh, they're, they're sort of uh, phone devices, if you will, that people are selling. Uh, but when you talk about focus and things, you're talking about sort of a, a different professional level of equipment. It also is more expensive and, and the focus is about $300 to get into it. And I'm not sure exactly what the pricing is mean, going to be on the sink yet, but I'm sure it'll be uh, you know fairly, fairly substantial also. But they're very well-researched and refined devices.
0: Got it. Um, so, yeah, I'm into, uh, we, we've yet to catch up with folks from Focus, but I imagine we might run into them at, at a CES or, or some of these other events. Um, in terms of where where the traction is seen, I know a lot of your attention and, and maybe some of the rest of the world's attention was tuned into uh, transcranial direct stimulation, which you're abbreviating with uh uh, TCDS, which which uh, so everybody else can follow along. That's what we're we're speaking about here. Um, was uh, was by some particular research that you had read about military applications, which I think is probably important to address in terms of where we're seeing traction, where this stuff is moving along in some kind of a meaningful way. Um, what what was that article, maybe? And then if you want to reference any additional research that really sort of shows where the traction's really being found here, that would be helpful as well. Sure, I think it's.
1: Uh the thing that got a lot of people's attention about PDCS was about oh, two and a half years ago. Scientific American published an article that revealed that the U.S. Air Force has been experimenting with PDCS as a way to improve the learning and speed the learning of drone pilots as they go through their their training process. And they found that, you know substantial improvements in the ability of pilots to learn and retain information. Uh,
0: and, and air traffic controllers are also being tested and trained and so forth huh now is this that just like yeah jeez sorry go ahead. yeah no i mean so now are there particular with this with this one article i mean i've i've read a, a number of different accounts in a number of different fields with this particular article I mean is this a particular brain region that's being stimulated a particular pattern of stimulation correlating with a particular type of learning how are they applying that you know it seems strange to say yeah you know you plug up the batteries to your head and you'll just learn better obviously there's a little bit more to it
1: yeah there there is and and, you know obviously for the kind of brain stimulation you want to achieve uh you have to apply the electrodes in different regions of of the scalp if you will so for example if i want to enhance memory or learning i would be placing electrodes on basically the forehead area and and stimulating that area of the brain. If I want to improve uh, creativity, for example, or intuitive learning, then we can place electrodes basically in the area of the temples and cause stimulation there. Uh, For chronic pain, if I want to do something to help somebody with chronic pain, we actually place an electrode almost directly on top of the head and then another electrode off on the shoulder or some other grounding path. And uh, so again, it depends on what you want to address where the electrodes get placed. And there's a lot of information about electrode placements, both on my blog and also on others that are on the web to help guide people with that. But uh, it's just, a, you know, it's an amazing technology. Again, it's so simple and has been sort of hidden away for a long time. You hear the Scientific American article it's sort of got the ball rolling. And since, there have been articles about TDCS in the New York Times and the Boston Globe and. Wired magazine did a big feature on TDCS, and you know, sort of on and on it goes. There's this momentum building as people learn about TDCS and what's possible with this technology. Again, it's very simple, has no side effects. In fact, one of the interesting things about TDCS is that of all the hundreds of thousands of people who've been treated with or used TDCS, there are zero significant injuries with TDCS or or, or side effects. I mean, you can't say that about aspirin. Uh, the only side effects we typically see with TDCS are maybe a little skin irritation where the electrodes are placed, or for some people, a little bit of dizziness as the TDCS session ends. But other than that, it, it appears to be a very safe technology that's really catching me a, lot of, a, a lot of attention of researchers in all the major universities, as well as, again, the do-it-yourself folks poll- we're reading articles about TPCS and saying, hey, I want to
0: try this. <laughs> you know? um, it, it's pretty amazing. And, and where where are we seeing additional uh, sort of evidence of, of maybe faster um, learning or more effective learning? You know, I'm I'm, a, I'm somewhat familiar with the depression applications, which we'll, we'll talk about in a bit um, with respect to who really needs this stuff and maybe where its, it's biggest applications are. Um, in terms of its applications in learning, you know, I think the military examples are darn interesting. Interesting enough where I sort of wish I knew exactly what they're up to because by golly I, I could probably use it, you know, to help with my speed reading or, or uh, you know, other various and sundry tasks where learning at a faster pace might be uh, beneficial. Um, where else are these applications being used in, in spots where you, that you might find interesting, whether it's in your own work or elsewhere, um, you know, from kind of a learning context? a couple of uh, anecdotes,
1: and again, we can look at all kinds of statistical data that's out there in studies and such, but, but, but it might help to have a couple of stories. Uh, one, I, I worked with a, uh, an executive in a corporation who was uh, required to take certain tests, because of the nature of what their, their corporation does, and the, the tests are very detailed, lots of government regulation and that sort of thing that, that has to be learned and you have to know it and be tested on it and be confident in it. And this executive was very concerned that they weren't going to be able to uh, retain all the information they needed to retain based on their their, their past experience and you know learning material. So they asked me about PDCS and I spent some time talking to them about it and about PDCS devices and so forth. And this executive decided to try it. And so use PDCS as they studied all these, again, just you know, you know how government regulations are, you know, add at, at the Uh, never-ending verbatim about all kinds of stuff. And and so, uh, or verbiage, I should say, about all kinds of stuff. And and so they they used TDCS. They were able to successfully memorize all the volumes of information they needed to know and took the test and blew the test away. Uh, So they were sold. I mean, they were just completely sold on how TDCS uh, was able to speed their ability to memorize and also improve retention. Uh, I know another individual who uh, likes to memorize passages out of books. And, again, this person has difficulty doing that, but heard about TDCS and asked me about it, and I, again, explained how it works and what it is and all that. And and, they decided to try, and, again, very successfully was able to improve their ability to memorize, literally, you know, word for word, paragraphs and so forth out of books that they happened to want to know. Um, so, so there's a couple of examples of sort of a learning side, and I can give you examples too of uh, you know depression and
0: chronic pain and so forth. Yeah, well, I do want to get into that as well. If people want to learn more on the yeah. learning side, um, we'll, well, obviously the the uh, Speak Wisdom blog, they can Google and check out some of what you've covered there. Um, where did you go right. to find some of that that learning uh, insight? Where might we direct folks before we we bounce off towards depression? Um, around sort of enhancing uh, learning?
1: Well, I think the best thing to do is, if you, know, if you want to go to something authoritative, is really to go to the PubMed.gov website, and there type in TDCS, and you'll then see all the research studies that have been done about TDCS, And you can refine the search if you prefer, but, but you'll see a number of studies about memory and learning and so forth and how successful they have been in using TDCS. And it's, let, let's be honest, you know, TDCS doesn't work for everybody. Uh, my experience has been uh, for people who are consistent in the use of TDCS and and use it in a, a consistent and regular way, they can be successful. But you'll see studies out there where they, they test the populations of people who try this or that or work the case might be, and maybe we're not as successful.
0: Like, yeah, I well, I mean, it's, I the, if it was a panacea, think a I think, uh, yeah, if it was a panacea for all things and it was simple, I'm sure, uh, you know, I, I'm sure I'd have one, and I'm sure so would everybody listening in. So I bet there's work to be done there, and, and I think it's important to look at a balanced view to see where the traction is, uh, you know, how it might be found and where it maybe isn't found. So that's that's cool that they can kind of go there and that you've um, given them at least a good place to start their research. I, I definitely don't see... Our podcast is the be all and end all of emerging technology. I think it's a great jumping off point into particular domains of expertise, and that that's what I see my purpose as here. So I appreciate you uh, mentioning that reference. In terms of who might really need this, where what we what we would call the ameliorative applications of this kinds of technology uh, might be, um, where is their traction there? You know, I'm familiar that there's some evidence of uh, you know d- the you know, depression and alleviating depression via transcranial stimulation, direct transcranial stimulation. Um, speak a little bit to that, and and who are the folks who might be suffering that could be relieved by these kinds of technologies?
1: Yeah, and, and let me do that. And just before I do that, let me mention that that PCS is a the technology that, at least in its normal form, cannot be patented. It's too simple, and so for that reason, you're never going to see. Infomercials on TV at night, and you have lots of these ads and and big magazines and all that. Uh, TVCS is a a technology that's very interesting, very simple, and has application to a lot of people. But most people are going to find out about it by way of things by exactly what you're doing. Uh, You know, sort of the ground up is how people learn about TVCS. Uh, Even well funded companies like Think and and Focus. they're going to advertise some, and I'm sure they have some budget for doing that. And so they'll get the word out, and then they'll sell devices. But but not on the order, if I can use the parallel, of prescription drugs, where you, know, you talk about patented medications that drug companies can make huge amounts of money off of. That, that same parallel doesn't exist for PDCS, because PD, PDCS can't be patented. So that said, and let me mention that um, uh, the area that I, I'm most passionate about uh, with TDCS is helping people who are, uh, are depressed. Every one of us knows a friend, a family member, whatever, who suffers from depression. It's very common in our population, uh, the Centers for Disease Control say at least 10% of Americans are, uh, are depressed to the point of needing medication. And so it's a huge market, and obviously the drug companies make a huge amount of money off of it. And, and so here you have this technology again that can help a lot of people get free of depression, and it, and it's inexpensive in terms of you buy this device one time, you own it for the rest of your life. It can be easily used to help people with depression, and again doesn't have side effects. Uh, so it's huge, and and people are beginning to learn of that, and. I, I can cite many cases again that I have personal experience with, either from people communicating with me across the internet or, or face-to-face or whatever, where people have been able to get off their depression bed completely or have gotten tremendous relief from PCS. This is a very simple technology that, again, uh, can help people get their lives done. Same with chronic pain. I mean, I, I recently dealt with uh, a doctor, a doctor who was suffering tremendously from chronic pain to the point that uh, they were becoming very depressed, like he almost had two things going on at once there. And uh, the doctor had been treated by others uh, in the normal traditional sorts of ways and asked me about TDCS and if it might have some application to them. And so again, I did my little educational spiel for them. They decided to try it. And within a week, within a week, this person was free of their chronic pain and their depression began to lift. uh, as a doctor, he said my practice has, has improved 100. percent Because I don't huh. carry this burden of pain and depression and, all. and now, all that anymore. I'm
0: able to actually work. So yeah, what are the actual um what what are the actual applications? Um, you know, in terms of in terms of depression and or pain reduction, um, where. You know, or what are the devices? You know, are these are these particular medical devices? I, I take it maybe you can't get this thing on Amazon.com, but maybe you can. Um, well,
1: that's a great question. Uh, technically, TDCS devices in the U.S. are regulated by the by the FDA. Now, the FDA has decided so far to be hands off on TDCS devices because. So far, TDCS has shown or proven to be so very, very safe. So there's a cottage industry out there of a bunch of folks who are making TDCS devices and either sell on e device or they are offshore. Focus, for example, is based in London, and there's some other TDCS device manufacturers who are in uh, the Far East, and uh, they they market pretty much by having a presence on the web. And being uh, Google searchable, if you will, and because they're offshore, people can buy the product and have it shipped into the U.S. And voila, they have a DDCS device. Uh, I'm not sure how Think is going to approach their marketing. I, I doubt they're going to go for FDA approval because that's just so doggone expensive. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see how Fit is going to market their product, given that it is a, apparently a brain stimulation device, a DDCS device. But uh, but the net is devices are out there, and, and they can be acquired uh, if a person is willing to do a little digging and research and, you know, and, and get their buy. Now, the alternative, too, is for people who have a, uh, an electronics background, uh, they can easily build a TDCS device. It's not
0: complicated Almost, Almost sounds and, uh, dangerous and optimistic, but maybe you can dissuade me. Like, yeah, plug plug your head up. Um, but, yeah, go on. <laughs> do go on.
1: Well, I was, I was going to say, for... Is uh, again well versed in electronics. It's not hard to build a TPCS device, and to build one that's safe. Um, but uh, it just requires a, a knowledge of some electronics and soldering and electronic components and that sort of thing. And so the plans for how to build a TPCS device are again all over the internet, usually Google searchable or my blog or whatever. Um, so as long as uh, uh, a person follows. Let me say it this way, before anybody tries PTCS at all, they should do their homework. They should do a lot of reading about PTCS and understand how it works and what the devices are that are involved and where the electrodes need to be placed and so forth. And all of that is on the web, all of it's out there. It just requires somebody being uh, a prudent consumer and and doing their homework and and learning about PTCS and making a, a personal decision whether or not they want to perceive them because uh, you are basically on your own in the U.S. There are not many MDs, not many doctors in the U.S. who practice with TDCS. However, I will say there is one here in Atlanta, uh, a doctor here in Atlanta, who has for the last six years used TDCS as the primary thing he does in his practice. He is an MD and he primarily treats uh, chronic pain and depression pain. And uh, has quite a thriving practice. Um, so there are a few MDs out there, but not many, not many. So most will be left on their own if they want to try here.
0: Got it. Um, and out of out of curiosity, as we go into sort of what the next five years might look like, assuming we're seeing such traction, first and foremost, obviously, we're not uh, advising anybody here tuning into the Tech Emergence podcast to cure your uh, depression by by you know. Um, Doing some Google searches and, and snapping some electrodes on your face. Um, of course, there's uh... Y- you know, uh, bear in mind there's definitely some homework to be done, and and there's luckily some qualified doctors out there to to probably reference. Um, but but yeah, that, uh, doc, in, in terms of you know the the seeming mounted evidence sort of on the side of, of being able to help folks with depression uh, or, or help folks with chronic pain, why aren't we seeing this used more uh, often? Are there some stigma against it? Is it just not well enough known? Um, what what might be the reasons this is not more popular than it is?
1: Yeah, very good question. I, I think there's probably two main reasons we don't see more PDCs now uh, than we do. One is it is fairly young in its research life, if you will. I mean, most Most research institutions weren't even aware of TDCS up until about three or four years ago. So, you know, we're talking about a relatively new technology that's relatively young in its research life. And so there are many, many more formal studies of TDCS to be accomplished. So that's number one why we're not seeing it. Another reason that we don't see it very much, particularly in the medical community, is it's not FDA approved. TDCS is considered an off-label treatment by the FDA. And so doctors can use it. For example, again, the doctor here in Atlanta that has a, uh, a large practice built around TDCS, but but they can't bill insurance for it because it's off-label. So got it. a patient who goes to an MD seeking TDCS treatment is going to have to pay the price. You know, they got to pay. There's not going to be any insurance coverage for TDCS. Now, if we look, say, three to five years down the road, Two things are likely to happen. One is there's, there's going to be some kind of FDA approval of PDCS, which means all, all of a sudden uh, you know we can get insurance coverage for, and that's probably the first one to happen in the areas of treatment of uh, depression and chronic pain, and that'll be a good thing. It'll be a great day when that happens. Um, but until then, you've got as I, I mentioned, kind of this cottage industry that's sort of coming from the ground up by way of, uh, in the, the people building TDCS devices at home, or SOC.us, focus, saying, yep. you know, others that are coming along, we're going to begin to supply devices into the, the demand that's growing, and it is growing, where people want to try TDCS as an alternative to medication and all the side effects to medication. So, so three to five years from now, Yes, might be a fairly common thing in the toolkit of a psychiatrist or an MD uh, or, or a doctor treating chronic pain or whatever, but it's something they can use uh, alongside traditional medications and so forth. PDCS might just be there, right there, and something they try, and it'll help a lot of patients, um, and, and some it won't, and so they'll go other routes in their, their uh, treatment of those patients but that it'll be there as a tool
0: the doctors can use. Got it. Okay. Uh, now, in terms of the, being as this is sort of leading us into the next five years or so, I know you had mentioned uh, you're predicting FDA approval, at least on some level. Speaking briefly to what may happen in the coming five years or so, um... You know, first and foremost, maybe we could start with FDA approval, but then what else, you know, what other predictions you might have about where this might roll forward? You know, we have technologies like Think that might not even get FDA approval. Where are we going to see traction in the coming five years, potentially, and why?
1: Well, I I think the traction that you're going to see with PDCF is, as I mentioned, going to come from the ground up. I mean, people are hearing about E D C F by way of popular press, New York Times, Boston, a popular magazines, popular websites—the word about PDCS and its potential, potential to help people is getting out there. And, and so, for example, for my blog, I get thousands of hits every day. You know, people who are out there looking for solutions to their again, depression or whatever the case might be, uh, and perhaps wanting some alternative to the um, you know the side-effect-laden drugs. And looking to PPCS. Or, also very common, remember we're in a country where there's a lot of uh, solutions available to us. There are a lot of people out there who live in countries where they don't have medication available to them, where it's not easily available, where they may not even have a doctor available. And here's this technology, again, it's so simple uh, that a 9-volt battery and a couple of electrons can perhaps help someone who has depression or chronic pain, and they have... No other possibility for treatment, not zero. And, and so there's, there's some pent up demand out there, a huge amount of pent up demand that's going to force TDCS to move forward.
0: And, and in terms of where you think that might actually happen, it sounds like some folks like your blog and stuff. Um, you know, particular fields. Do you do you think maybe depression will see more traction than pain reduction? Do you think that the enhancement of learning might actually take place in places like colleges and universities, or maybe just expand within the military context? Any particular predictions or or reasons why there, in addition to just more folks sort of being into it?
1: Yeah, I, I think that it's likely to grow on all fronts. I think that uh, certainly treating depression and chronic pain and such. Or uh, and, and by the way, there is our research studies underway looking at with Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, and I could go on and on. So, so that is very important, and there's going to be a lot of growth there. But, but also on the learning side, learning and memory, uh, there will be more and more studies, uh, more formal studies of how TDCS can improve memory and learning, and uh, that, that information is going to cause even more students to try it. So maybe they shouldn't, but it will happen. So I think at some point, um, educational institutions, higher education institutions will need to perhaps address TDCS, and do they offer, for example, seminars on campus about TDCS and how to properly properly use TDCS in an academic environment where where people do want to learn and and have, you know, better memory and all that. Uh, I think the day will come, again, maybe three or five years down the road, where we'll see those kinds of seminars occurring on, on the campuses of higher education institutions. Because otherwise, kids are just going to go out and do it on their own, and they may do it wrong.
0: Yeah, there's yeah. They're
1: for something to happen if
0: we don't want to happen. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. I think I think there is going to be some decent traction. I mean, the, the maker community is taking pretty well to um, EEG and, you know, OpenBCI and, and those kind of technologies. I'm curious as to if the stimulation will go the same route, but it, it seems reasonable to suppose the same. Now, lastly, you had mentioned that uh, potentially we might see FDA approval here. Why do you think that that's reasonable um, coming up, and, and where do you think the approval... Might happen first, you know. Where are we seeing more scientific traction than, than in other spaces? Where 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 maybe we'll, we'll finally get the thumbs up uh, on on approval. Well, I, I'm speculating, but my speculation is that uh, if FDA approval does eventually come,
1: it probably will come uh, in some area related to the treatment of depression or chronic pain. Got those it. Are such gigantic markets. Gigantic demand for help in those, those markets. If the FDA uh, will invite um, uh, research centers to do studies, and assuming those studies go well, then I, I can't imagine that five years from now there wouldn't be some form of TDCS that has found its way through the
0: the, the onerous process of the FDA yeah. uh, to approval, so
1: that the patients can get the insurance coverage.
0: And it's, it's but, interesting, you know, yeah. geez. It's, it's a little bit crystal ball, but,
1: but we, we certainly would imagine
0: that will happen. Yeah, and and, and uh, it's curious that you're supposing approval, you know, in in the domain where maybe the ameliorative need is greatest, you know, depression and, and pain reduction, um, and and isn't that usually the case? I mean, isn't you know, it's it's they're probably not going to approve it for faster learning, um, you know, if if no, there's no, folks. Yeah, if there's folks who are uh, certainly not faster learning for folks that don't have a problem or an issue with their learning um, right now. So it's curious. Yeah, as as usual, sort of the ameliorative, um, you know, d- applications will be the ones that that have the biggest brunt uh, behind them. So curious. So we'll see if that comes to be in the coming five years. But I I imagine as BCI picks up, we'll also see and hear more about. Uh, cranial stimulation. I, I believe you're right that there is a mounting amount of attention on this space. You know, most folks don't even know what Think is, but I think there's going to be so many additional companies like that in the next decade or so. Pretty excited to see where it all goes. Um, doctor, if people want to learn more from you uh, or just learn from the really credible sources that you like to go to to learn about this field, because that's another helpful bit about why folks might tune in here at Tech Emergence, um, where should they go online? Well,
1: I would suggest uh, three things. One, that they take a- my blog, which is speakwisdom.com, speakwisdom.com, uh, and so I've got lots of resources and articles and so forth to help people learn about PBCS and, and begin to, to build their education of, of what it's all about. Uh, there's also a very good website that's uh, DIYPBCS, DIYPBCS.com, which again is a, a, a lots of articles and information about PBCS to help somebody get, get started. Uh, and, and then maybe I would also suggest that just simple Google searching on PDCS will reveal that there are many sites, many devices, publications, and so forth that have covered TDCS. all worth looking at as somebody tries to become uh, educated about TDCS and make decisions about whether it's appropriate for them. I, I, I like you, am not suggesting by way of what we've talked about, but anybody just go right out there and try it. Again, one of those things that you need to understand what TDCS
0: is and approach it with due caution and certainly safety in mind. Cool. Yes. And, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that with safety in mind indeed. Um, so, all right, great. Well, doctor, thank you so much for being able to take the time and share your expertise here on Tech Emergence.
1: Thank you very much. I've enjoyed
0: this. Hey, thanks for tuning in, guys. If you're an entrepreneur or a future thinker, uh, with an interest in businesses, transitions, or technologies that have the potential to alter human potential, then make sure you check out techemergence.com. It's our main blog site where you can see all of our other interviews with uh, top startup leaders, uh, entrepreneurship experts, and folks in the domain of technology, cutting-edge emerging technology. Uh, if you have a particular interest in how technology can affect the future of human consciousness and our conscious experience, And be sure to also check out sentientpotential.com. There we explore a lot of the ethical considerations and really serious moral matters of emerging technologies, in addition to interviews with great philosophers and technology experts of our day. Uh, More than anything else, always feel free to reach out. If you can find us via email, um, you can reach out to us there or whatever other way. Find us on the blog. Be sure to drop comments. We believe that the serious uh, conversation about the future is not only open-minded, but also interdisciplinary and multifaceted. So we'd like nothing more than to be able to glean your ideas as well. Uh, So with that being said, with the best of intentions for a brilliant future, this is Dan Fagella signing off. And we'll see you next week.